This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. Uh, what is your name? Krista Thomas. Krista Thomas. What is your primary role in the line dance community? I'm a, a dance instructor and a choreographer. Oh. And where do you do that? Uh, here, well, in Chicagoland. I'm in Chicago. Hmm. And also, I am uh, just starting the travel circuit, so hmm. exciting. What are some dances of yours that, that, that you've taught that folks might know? Um, you know, by me being kind of a new instructor, um, I'm not really sure, but I know um, I have a dance called A Thousand Kisses, which is to a uh, Prince song, A Thousand X's and O's, that's really, really popular. Mm. Um, I actually won here at Windy City two years in a row. Um, the first year I won with a dance called um, One Fine Thing, and the second year I won with a dance called Good Kisser. Um, also, Scott Blevins did one of my dances, which is called Closure, mm-hmm. which um, actually I choreographed the same year that I um, uh, competed with Good Kisser. Hmm. And how long have you been involved in the line dance world? Mm, I started, um, well, in the line dance world, I've been teaching for over 15 years, actually. Oh, wow. I just didn't, I didn't have any knowledge of the whole uh, how large the line dance community is. Um, I had never been to a convention or anything like that. I mean, I knew they existed, but I don't think you really understand until you actually go to one, like what a convention is. So, you know, my first time coming to a convention was uh, to compete. So it was just like a whole new world. I'm just going like, wow. Like, I can't believe, like, I didn't realize it was this big. So it was just like really amazing. Who introduced you to the circuit? And also, who introduced you to line dance uh, at the very beginning of it all? Well, my godmother has, uh, she, well, at the time I started, which was over 15 years ago, she had been line dancing for over 25 years. And, you know, I went to a birthday party of hers, and these, all these people get up and they start dancing, and I'm going like, oh my gosh, what are they doing? Like, I want to do that. And she's like, I've been trying to tell you about this for all the... And I'm going like, well, where was I at? Because <laughs> I didn't hear any of this, you know. So that was uh, what piqued my interest. And from that point on, I've just, I've just dove right in. What are some of your favorite dances that you've learned along the way? Hmm. Which ones really get you out like, every time? so hard. I mean, I love so many dances. Um, Scott Blevins has done dances that I love, like uh, Cake by the Ocean, love that dance. He teases me when you do the hips because I always put my hands up so he comes standing right next to me and goes with his hands <laughs> with his hands up like, okay, I got you. Um, what else? I can't really think of off the bat mm-hmm. dances, but I like funky type of dances and I love, mm-hmm. oh, one of Simon Ward and Nils Pulsa's dance. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but I know the musical is You Don't Own Me. Oh, You're Not the uh, Boss of Me. You're Not the Boss of Me. Love, 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 love that dance. I love anything with drama or passion in it and um, funky kind of dances. I love, so, I mean, I love some everything. The Avenir, funky, you know, that's kind of funky kind of dance. And it's just so many dances I love. Are there... Are there uh, certain choreographers in addition to those that you've mentioned that you've modeled your choreography after? 
I think on a certain level, everyone models after some choreographer or another, not even, it may not be an intentional thing, mm-hmm. but I mean, like we all use the same steps. It's just a matter of kind of how you put it together. Mm-hmm. So um, I know in my dance closure, when I finished the dance, I looked at it and I said, oh wow, that is like totally a Scott Blevins dance. Mm-hmm. And he agreed, he's like, I said, I channeled my inner Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, um, uh, he's he's a strong uh, influence on me, I would say, and you know all of the the grace. I think I like everything everybody does, and so you kind of look at what each person is bringing to the table. And when you go to do your thing, you know it kind of you kind of channel what you've seen or what you've learned because it's all a learning experience. Everybody has something to learn. You can learn from you know other people, and you kind of just put it together and do your own thing with it. So. What role does line dance play in your community? Like, I, I know some places host their, their classes at like senior centers and others. They'll take over a shopping mall and mm-hmm. teach classes there every week. Uh, what, what's the demographic of people who, who do line dance in your area? Um, well, there are lots and lots of seniors that do it in mm-hmm. my area, but there are also younger people mm-hmm. that do it. So um, me personally, I teach in the Park District, um, which is mostly seniors. Um, I teach in a community center. Um, which is kind of a variable age there. Um, everyone is an adult, but, you know, just kind of on different levels. So I would say it kind of everyone. And then uh, my uh, niece, for a summer project, she did a line dance thing. So they had a class for line dance. So, I mean, these are teenagers doing line dance. And, you know, so she was, like, really excited to see some of my dances when she went online. She was like, oh, it's my auntie, you know. So it really, you know, it affects everybody. And I think it's it's really, to be honest, I line danced when I was a teenager, but I didn't know I was line dancing. So um, in school we had this, uh, in PE, you, you got a grade for dancing. So everyone is, of course, in lines, and they teach you a dance, and then they, you know, have you do the dance. And <laughs> um, I know this is really ironic, but they would always have me stand in the front. There's like hundreds of kids in this in this gym room, and they're like, "You stand in the front," because I knew all the dances. I remembered it all, so and I thought it was fun. So you know, it's kind of ironic that later on I will become a line dance instructor. So, so I've been line dancing for quite a while and just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. As somebody who's taught for as many years as you have, I'm guessing you must be successful in keeping students interested and, and gathering in new students. How do you attract new people into the world of lion dance? And then once they're there, how do you get them to stick through those difficult beginner uh, years or months to make it to more complex, um, challenging, intermediate and beyond dances? hmm most of the time, I don't, I don't think I actually have to attract people because really? they see it and they're drawn to it. You know, it. they're going like, what are they doing? I want to do that. You know, or I saw these people doing this dance. I mean, they can go somewhere. You go on a cruise ship, you see line dancing. You look on TV, you see line dancing. You go to family events or anything, you see line dancing. Mm-hmm. So people are attracted just by the fact that there's line dancing so many places. So they come to me and they go, I want to learn this dance and I want that dance and I want to do this and that. And generally it's like a really, really old dance that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the, the staple dances that people do at parties and functions and events or whatever, like Cupid Shuffle or something like mm-hmm. for really. And you go, I'm like, okay, I can teach you that. And they come to class and then I teach them something else. 
and then I teach them something else and then they end up kind of sticking you know sticking it out and then you have some people who come in and they expect to be like the line dance king or queen you know and then they don't know their left foot from their right foot and they don't know like which way to turn and they get so frustrated and I say you know what don't worry about it everyone started off somewhere you know, you have so many people, even people who are professionals now, that started off and you said go left and they went right and you said, <laughs> you said turn and they stay there. And so, you know, it's all just about just keeping, keeping it going, you know, just keep coming, just keep coming, keep working at it. I said the more you do it, the better you get. And then I have my success stories who have come in and I, I kid you not, left foot from right foot, they did not know. And that's typically how it is for adults because we're used to being the dictators and teaching other people. So when it comes to learning, it's like a whole new world. We become the student, the, the child in a, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're dealing with seniors, like I deal with a lot of seniors, it's kind of complicated because I'm younger than the people that I'm teaching. So it's kind of a delicate balance that you have to have um, in being respectful and talking to people respectfully, but in an authoritative manner also. So I think I must have done pretty good because everybody always compliments me on that, but that's pretty much the, the key. It's, you know, just kind of being patient, being really, really patient and just sticking it out. Do you have any go-to dances that, that you, will like let's say you know you start a new batch of students and mm -hmm. you know you try to bring in some contemporary things that just came out are there any dances that are your i will always teach these dances sort of dances like no matter how many years i'm doing this longer i will be sure they know dizzy or something like that mm -hmm. um I wouldn't say that. Well, I would, but by me being a choreographer myself, mm -hmm. I have like staples of my own mm -hmm. that I do. And especially for beginners, like mm -hmm. I have some dances where you only do like one quarter turn mm -hmm. in the whole dance. So, you know, that makes it a lot easier. So I will always teach my dances the easiest ones. And then, you know, in my community, um, I have a couple of like really, really popular dances. Mm -hmm. So I kind of make sure I teach them those dances. I've, I'm kind of learning because people go, why don't I know your dance? Why don't I, why don't you do this? And I'm going like, well, I'm trying to keep up with, you know, this dance and that dance. And then also I'm trying to do, it's really complicated when you're trying to do like all of this stuff. So I'm starting more to try to integrate my dances in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because if you don't do your own dances, then who can you count on to do? You know, you have mm -hmm. to promote yourself, but at the same time, I do other people's dances also. So I kind of um, just look around and see what I like at the moment. I don't necessarily go back to older things because sometimes people get um, a little bit bored, you mm -hmm. know, and especially if they go to like somebody else's class and they're like, oh, they taught this or they taught that. So I kind of have to keep their attention so I will kind of switch it up and, you know, do, but I try to stay on whatever level I'm dealing with. So some, my classes vary. Sometimes I'll have like seven or eight new students in one day. And then sometimes I have like my regulars that I usually have. So depending on who I have in the class, that's, you know, what I try to dictate when I'm teaching. Mm -hmm. 
Is there uh, any kind of format or structure that you follow over the course of a lesson? Like, I'm, whatever it is that I've picked up from previous instructors that I've had is pretty much just, you know, do eight counts, do another eight counts, add those on, do the whole thing up to there, add another, start over, add another, start over, do the first wall, do the second wall, maybe do a couple of them back to back, do them all in a row, go to music. Is, mm -hmm. there, is there something that you find to be successful with your students? If you were to give a typical lesson, do you do warm-ups or anything like that, or just? Well, that's a kind of multifaceted uh, question, which will require that, that type of answer. And I think I let the, the, the dance that I'm teaching dictate the format that I teach in. Mm -hmm. So um, some dances are better if you go eight here, then another eight, then music, maybe. Mm. Depending on the dance, like if you're mm. teaching a really complicated dance or one where um, it's pretty fast or something like that, it's like, okay, first I want to give you the steps. I'm going to give you the count so you understand. Then I'm going to let you do it with the music so you get a feel of how fast you need to go, how slow you need to go if it's a slow song. Because sometimes people have um, the, mo the most complication they have, I think, in a dance will be like the flow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some dances you have that are just like one, two, three, four, you know, it's easy counts. But then when you have one, two, and a three, mm -hmm. four, five, and a six, seven, eight, you know, that's complicated for people because they're going slow, quick, 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 slow, slow, quick, 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 you know, so mm -hmm. it's like they need to understand, especially when you put it with the music, the music a lot of times helps with those type of dances because they get the flow of it from the music and it's like, oh, when this, when the music goes, duh, 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 I'm going duh, 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 right along with it. But some dances, you don't need to do all that. So some dances I can go through maybe, like if it's a 32 count dance, I will go eight counts and then I'll add another eight. Then we'll put that together from the top. Then I'll add on the next eight. We'll put those three together and then I'll add on the next eight and then, hey, you got the whole dance, you know? So it's just kind of depending on what type of dance I'm teaching. Speaking of music, where do you find music that speaks to you in such a way that you want to make a dance to it and that other people haven't already discovered mm. and put a dance to? Always tricky. So, um, you know, different ways I've, I've found music. Um, sometimes I can be watching a, a movie or something and I hear a song and I go, oh my gosh. Um, or sometimes I'm in the store and I hear something. I'm like, oh my gosh, Shazam, like hurry, you know, trying to figure out what the song is. Sometimes I hear something on the radio. Um, and then I've had times where people have actually um, sent me music because they're like, oh, well, you would do like such a great dance to this song. Could you do a dance to this song? So it, you know, it comes from different places. I'm not really picky. You know, if it's, if it's nice music, I really don't care, you know. What are your impressions of the circuit world now that you're here? Hmm, well, you know, um, I've only really been to two major events, hmm. so I, I don't feel like I can form a, you know, I don't have a really informed uh, judgment of it, you is, know what I mean? Is there anything that surprised you or anything that uh, you weren't expecting? Hmm, well, um, I was really, I think I was surprised by how many people come from so far away. Um, when I was here, I was at uh, the Taste of Windy City, mm -hmm. and uh, I just decided I'm gonna just walk around and start talking to people. So there was a lady, um, actually her name was Kaya, and she told me she was from Japan, and it was just like, wow. 
you came all the way from Japan to come here and dance. And there are like many people that do that. They enjoy it so much that they travel, hop on a plane and travel overseas to come. And that, I mean, it's great. It's amazing and it's, it's really wonderful. Is there anything that you, now that you're here, feel that you are going to bring that nobody's ever seen before that is uniquely you? Oh, well, I think we all, oh, excuse me, I think we always, um, we always bring something, mm -hmm. you know, unique. Um, I think I, I, honestly, I feel like I always bring something unique. I don't necessarily know that everyone notices, mm -hmm. but I know it's there. <laughs> so, like, I'm waiting on them to catch up. They'll catch up. Right. <laughs> Sooner or later, they'll realize it. All right. Are there any questions that you have, Megan, who is sitting right beside me? Um... One of my favorite questions to ask everybody is, outside of line dancing, what is one of your guilty pleasures? I can't say I have a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I don't think I feel guilty about anything. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't really consider line dancing for me to be a guilty pleasure either because um, I've kind of, I kind of, it's something I enjoy doing, but it's also work my you know my job so it's kind of you know yeah I can't even consider it as necessarily just pleasure I just am fortunate enough to enjoy what I do but um I do a lot of things so I um sing and I write music really? um yeah um I'm active in my church I'm uh I sing in the choir and I'm also a choir director so um, and then I'm also also a face painter, so I have like lots of oh, wow. things That's going really on. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I have a lot of things that that go on, um, and I kind of enjoy like all of it. All right. Well, I have one. Uh, well, maybe one and a half final questions for you. One is, how might people contact you if they have additional questions for you, and uh, they want to get in contact with you? Um, well, the easiest way right now is well couple of things because they can easily go on Facebook and find me Krista Thomas C-H-R-I-S-T-A-T-H-O-M-A-S on Facebook um, and they can also um, access my dance page which is Dancing with Chris Style so we all know how to spell dancing but I'll spell it anyway mm -hmm. D-A-N-C-I-N-G-W-I-T-H Chris Style is spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-L-E Mm. Um, also, I have a web page. Um, I'm currently developing it, so it's not actually up yet, but it will be up soon. Mm. And it is um, just one Chris Style, so that's J U S, the number one, C H R I S T Y L E uh, dot com. All right. And I'll sneak one other question in there. If there is something that you could say to the entire line dance community or uh, any. Any message that you'd like to put out for the millions and millions of line dancers across the universe, what would you like to send out there to them? Um, I think my biggest thing I'd like to say is don't be afraid to try something different. Mm -hmm. um, just because it looks different or it sounds different doesn't mean it's not a good thing. So. I think there's like room for everybody and we all just need to kind of like open our arms and embrace and just, you know, all have a good time. Right. Love it. And if there is one dance that you'd recommend everybody go out and learn right now, what would that dance be? Hmm. It can be old or new. Mm -hmm. Yours or somebody else's? Mine or somebody else's. 
Such a hard question when I think of dances, like all of these dances just kind of go through my mind. Mm. Um, hmm. I'll say learn my dance, Good Kisser. Good Kisser. Kisser. I mean, th just listen to the title. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good Kisser. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much for sitting down and chatting line dance with us Thank today. you for having me. Mm -hmm.